The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. Drivers, start your Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb welcome in to another episode of the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez and today we will be going over more odds, yay! And we got the Craftsman Truck Series now. Um, yes, not the Camping World Truck Series, the Craftsman Truck Series. Uh, and we are going to go over some of the championship odds for that. But Cody, um, let's not bury the lead today. There's some exciting news. You woke me up this morning with probably the best news that a, a friend could ever uh, wake somebody <laughs> up with. And, and I want to hear it. So tell me, Cody, tell the world what we just learned today. Yes, I, I always try to, to remember not to text you too early since you're a few hours behind me, but this one, I was too excited, had to share it. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, we all know he's coming back, right? Racing with the Petty team. Uh, he's going to be in the number we wanted, number 84, Yay. the inverse of the 48 car that he drove for so many years. Also, he's currently sitting at 83 career wins. So he's shooting for 84, right? So so I think that maybe uh, even plays a part in it. That's that's all part of it. Um, and Petty GMS has been renamed. It's going to be the Legacy Motor Club now is is the name of, of the team. Fancy. Um, instead, of, instead of Petty GMS or Petty GMS Johnson or whatever, they're going with Legacy Motor Club. Um, they, they basically wanted to do this as a shout-out to to back in the day, right? Motor Club was kind of a, a old traditional thing a long time ago, and and so they wanted to do that. And and Richard Petty said while they were kind of going over names, Legacy kept popping up because between Richard Petty, uh, Jimmy Johnson, and Dale Inman, all in that organization, twenty-two NASCAR Cup Series championship titles, and what what says Legacy more than that does, right? Um, and so they want to build that legacy going forward. So no longer Petty GMS racing in the Cup Series. It's now Legacy Motor Club. I'm sure it'll probably be referred to as Legacy more more often than, than not. But um, yeah, so that that was kind of the big thing. And Dale Tanhart of the Garage Guys, who I, I write for them some Xfinity stuff during the season, he pointed out on Twitter, and I agree with him here. Look at the, kind of the names lately uh, of teams in NASCAR, right? We got track house racing we got tricon garage in the truck series now we're gonna go over their odds for championships here in a few minutes but and now you got legacy motor club like it used to be rick hendrick racing jack roush racing joe gibbs racing richard childress racing like now we're getting into some you know not just slap a name on it and throw racing or motorsports behind it but we're getting into some actual like give it some thought and give it a real name type of teams and i kind of like that trend that that it's going for where it's not necessarily you know just a guy's name on the door and and you know richard petty obviously still the big name in the building and, and gms brings all the money to the table but you know it to have to have the name and rather than it that being you know just a mark racing 
it's track house racing over there. And so uh, I really like that. And I kind of like that trend and the way that things are going. So Jimmy Johnson, Legacy Motor Club Racing. Now um, he's going to run limited schedule. We still don't know a ton about that. He's not going to race in the Clash. They did say that. He is going to attempt the Daytona 500, as we talked about before. It's not a guarantee that he even makes that. Carvana will be the sponsor for that car, so it'll be the 84 Carvana Chevrolet. Um, and then he did say also that he's very interested in running at North Wilkesboro. Um, I believe that track was gone before he was in the series, um, and so he's not been had a chance to race on it. Would love to race in the All-Star Open, maybe get in the All-Star race. Would be great to see him. The only thing about that is that's during carb week and all that stuff leading up to the Indy 500. And it sounds like he's got the opportunity to race for Chip Ganassi in the 500. If he still wants Chevy's allowing him to race a Honda for that race, but that's not finalized yet. So that may depend on if he ends up running the Indy 500. I mean, come on, Jimmy, we know you got a plane or a helicopter or something. You can go back and forth. Right. But, uh, but so we'll, we'll have to see on on that part of it, but for sure, the Daytona 500, and then it sounds like five or six other races throughout the season, at least, uh, where we should see Jimmy out on the track in the, the number 84 car. Well, I, for one, love every bit of that. I obviously am a huge Jimmy Johnson fan, have been for years, and just seeing the 84, first of all, I, I we, look, I'm not saying that I had an original thought in my head. I'm everybody else was thinking it, obviously, because he is 84. Yeah. But it was nice, and and I'm glad to see that that what we had kind of speculated um, come to life. I love the font for the 84. Uh, go check it out on his um, on his uh, Twitter feed. Actually, you'll see the 84 font. Love Carvana coming back. Love the name. I, I love Legacy Motor Club. I, I don't know what it is, but it's got this like. I feel like it's got an F1 feel to it. It's not a it's not yeah, a NASCAR does, gritty. Yeah. yeah, right? It's like this prestigious motor club. It's not necessarily right. a, a racing team. So there's a lot that can be done with that. Marketing-wise, there's a lot to be done with that all over the place. I mean, and Legacy could find its way into other spots. You know, it could find its way into um, an F1 ride at some point or an Indy ride at some point because, you know, the motor club kind of leaves it open to whatever you want it to be. So I'm, I am way more excited than I probably should be about the fact that Jimmy Johnson is going to be back for, for real. And that all of this is now just trending in a direction for Jimmy to take his, his NASCAR career and his, as basically his motorsports career to just another level. Watching him own a team is going to be uh, something in and of itself, but to, to actually, I don't know. Just I, I, all good things for this guy. It's such a, it's just a fun story uh, overall. And and I, I for one, when I saw that announcement this morning, Cody, you, you basically made my day. You put a smile on my face, and uh, yeah. So now I get to cheer for the '84. I'm, I'm gonna buy a diecast for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing too is like all the gear they're gonna be able to make now for all these people who are Jimmy Johnson fans of the '48 car. Like now you're just inverting the numbers and. They're going to need all the same gear with the 84 instead of the 48. Like from a marketing standpoint, I think it's genius. We both had hoped for that number for that reason. You add on the fact that he's at 83 career wins chasing the 84th. Is he going to get that? We'll see. I, I don't know that we have super high expectations from him running part-time in the legacy car. Um, but you never know. It's, it's a seven-time champion, 83-time NASCAR Cup Series winner. Who knows what he could do and surprise us. He's been a good super speedway racer before. He's got, I believe, two Daytona 500s to his name already. So, boy, would that be the story. Jimmy returns and wins the Daytona 500. Maybe he uh, unretires and enrolls in the points and goes for the eighth championship at that point, right? <laughs> Come on. Let's go. I, I would be all that for might that. Be, might be a little bit of a dream, but we'd love to see it. Whatever. One more note, too, on that. Uh, GMS Racing in the truck series will remain GMS Racing. That's not, I don't think that's ever really been associated with petty part of things. That's like a separate entity and, and GMS will remain GMS for the truck series. Uh, they're fielding three, three trucks over there. Um, well, let's do history part number one for today. Let's we go. have two parts, two parts of history. Um, but with the 84 car announcement, I don't think this is a number that we covered earlier in the season. It didn't fall on a day that we recorded. So kind of works out perfect for it to be here, but 
with Jimmy Johnson climbing into the 84 car, what, what's been done in the 84 car uh, before. And again, one of these numbers that's not been used a bunch, 223 starts, um, only 11 top five finishes, uh, only 96 top 20 finishes even. Um, this was Red Bull had this number at up time when they had their short venture in NASCAR um, with the 84 car. They had the 83 as well. AJ Allmendinger actually has the most amount of starts for Red Bull Racing uh, with 38. Two top tens in that time frame, uh, only led nine laps. Dick Trickle, a classic NASCAR name from back in the day. Uh, he started 28 races in this. And then Mike Alexander's next on the list with only eight. And then it's kind of smaller from there. Elmo Langley started a few races. Red Duvall, Mike Skinner, uh, Scott Speed, some other names that are on here that people might know. And Kyle Busch actually has six starts in the number 84 car. Back in the 2004 season, while he was uh, competing in the, at the time, Bush Series, uh, now Xfinity Series, um, for uh, Hendrick Motorsports, actually, in the number five car, um, he made six starts in the 84 car in the Cup Series before he moved full-time into the number five car um, in the 2005 season. So uh, he, he does have six starts to his name. Uh, didn't lead any laps, no, no top tens even, but... Again, those were his first initial six starts. Um, so yeah, this uh, this car has been through. Actually, this one Toyota leads the the number of starts in this um, with fifty seven. Uh, so kind of don't see Toyota on the top of the many of these numbers lists just because they've not been around as long, right? They've only been in the twenty first century as far as uh, as being a manufacturer here. But a uh, bunch of random things: Studebaker, Plymouth, Mercury. The Packard Motor Car Company started three races in this car number. Um, so so pretty fun there with, with the 84 car. Not a ton of history there. It hasn't been a victory lane yet. Maybe Jimmy Johnson will change that for us. Uh, I think it's very safe to say Jimmy Johnson will change that for us. Although, uh, Almendinger ran that in his rookie season, right? That was, I think, his number in his rookie year, 84. Because I do remember watching the um, <clears throat> one of the early races uh, from a few years back when, when AJ was a rookie. And, and I feel like that was his I number. Remember, was that before his time at Penske or was that after his time? I don't, oh, we're gonna I don't to, have the years right in front of me we're gonna have to look that up now. at the moment, but yeah, I can't remember. Uh, he's run a lot of different numbers over the years. 47, 43, 84, 44, 16, 22, 51, 10 and double zero. Um, oh, he was a double zero for a hot second. That's uh, yeah. He only started one race in the double zero, but eh, he did. So it's all right. Yeah, eighty four. So he was eighty four car. Uh, he didn't qualify in his two thousand and six Nextel Cup Series uh, debut. Both of those were dodges back then, um, but that was the eighty four car that he was in. And then, of course, uh, over the next season in two thousand and seven, he was the eighty four car in all of that. So. Look at that. My my favorite Xfinity driver, right? And and now, well, and what did I say? I said I wanted A.J. Allmendinger as my new uh, favorite driver. So he drove the 84. Jimmy's in the 84. It's serendipity, baby. It all, it all correlates. I love it. And since we touched on Kyle Busch, I got a little, little fun nugget on him. Uh, we saw this recently with Tom Brady as well. But Kyle Busch has been alive for 13,768 days. Half of those days, 6,884, he has been a Cup Series driver. So wow. half of Kyle Busch's life now, similar to Tom Brady, half of his life, he's been an NFL quarterback. That's maybe a little more impressive. But in the in NASCAR, Kyle Busch has spent half of his life now as a Cup Series driver. That's When you think of that, that that's pretty impressive. You, you've got to stick around for a long time. And he's still in the prime of his career, right? He's still got plenty of years left. It doesn't look like he's slowing down or quitting anytime soon. Um, so yeah, so half of Kyle Busch's life has been as a cup series driver at this point. Um, so yeah, a little, little fun fact for you there. Insane. Um, all right. How many days are we away from the Daytona 500, my friend? Yes. Well, 25 days until the clash, the Coliseum. So it's whew, whittling down quickly and 39 days until the Daytona 500. Um, so part two of history on the nascar gambling podcast is taking a look at the number 39 car and this one has 424 starts so you know more than than the 84 a little less than some of these other ones that have been 
around this number, like the 40 we talked about yesterday. Uh, it's got four wins to its name. All of those wins were from Ryan Newman. Um, he ran the 39 car for Stuart Haas Racing uh, back back in the day before he ended up moving over to Roush there um, after that. But he has 180 starts in the number 39 car. Freddie Hassler second on that list. Um, Blackie Wagner in has 26 starts. <laughs> and then once you get down to fourth on the list, it's only nine starts. And then quite a few different drivers made, you know, one or two starts down the list, but uh, not not anybody else that really ran it too often anyways. Um, and Bill Elliott actually did make one start. Pretty sweet looking. So when he won the championship back in 1987, he ran the Coors car. It was the red, uh, like red and gold colored one. And so he actually ran in the Budweiser shootout at the time, which was basically what the clash is now, I think, or something kind of similar to that. At Daytona in 2005, he ran the 39 car. It's not an official points race, so it's not going to be listed here. But uh, but that's a pretty sweet-looking car. They did the Coors. Coors came on for the one race with Chip Ganassi, and he ran that as like a throwback tribute to his uh, to his championship season there. So that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, Chevrolet dominates this, this car number. 355 races in the 39 car. Mercury actually second on the list with 28. Uh, Dodge has a couple, Hudson, Kaiser, Plymouth, Pontiac, Ford's down there as well. But uh, yeah, Chevrolet has been the, the dominant number 39 car. And we haven't seen the 39 car since the 2013 uh, NASCAR Tell Cup Series. I think it was, or was Sprint Cup Series that year. Um, that was the last time Ryan Newman raced it. And we've not seen it in the Cup Series since. That's crazy. It's crazy how they disappear and then reemerge. So yeah. uh, I oh, don't yeah. know that we'll I mean, ever see it. You know? you know, you look back at some of these numbers too on these teams, like teams like Hendrick have kind of changed their numbers multiple times over the years. Like 25 was one of the original numbers, went away, then it came back, and now it's gone again. But like, it's so crazy how some numbers stick around. Like they've always had 24, right? They've had 48 ever since Jimmy Johnson came in, and five was around for a long time, one of their original numbers. Then that went away for a while. Five is back. You got the 18 with Gibbs. Now that's kind of going away at least for a year. And so, yeah, well, I mean, this was one of the original Stuart Haas numbers was 39. Um, and the 14 stuck around, but the 39 didn't. That transitioned into one of the other numbers eventually. And they still got four cars out there. Just just no number 39 anymore. So it's kind of crazy how how the numbers change and, and the drivers change. Sometimes you have staple numbers like the number two with Penske, right? That's been the car the whole time it's always been the number two car no matter who was in it um and it just stays the number two but but some of the teams just change the car numbers throughout time it's crazy it's crazy but it's the sport that we love <laughs> we love keeping an eye on it exactly so um all right speaking of keeping an eye on numbers okay, I got, oh you got one more yep i got two more things quick so rfk had tweeted yesterday about an announcement nothing too serious next little it's a pharmaceutical drug thing, some type of like gastric acid pill or something like that. They're going to be a sponsor on the car. So that's that was nothing. Their, their quote unquote big news was maybe not as big as some of us would, would find. But uh, also <laughs> a picture leaked of Kevin Harvick doing some pre season, like photo shoots in his hunt brothers uniform. And there's a little logo on, I believe his right chest next to the ream logo. And it says forever. And so there's been a lot of speculation. Now, there is a clothing company out there that's called Forever, the number four and then ever. But if you go back to Jeff Gordon's final season, he wore a patch similar to that that said 20 forever because, you know, 24 ever because he was the 24 car. So a lot of speculation that maybe that is leading to Kevin Harvick's retirement announcement that this maybe will be his final season. Again, that hasn't been confirmed. He had said previously back in uh, December that that he would probably know by the Daytona 500. So I think we'll find out soon. But that's definitely fueling the speculation rumor mill, at least uh, that maybe maybe this is going to be it for for Kevin Harvick in the 2023 season. Again, I don't think we'd be surprised if it was. Uh, I, I pretty much would think that this could be the last run that he's got in him. I mean, you know, you get. You get to the point where you've done so much. Yeah, you probably would have loved another five uh, championships or even another one championship if you're Kevin Harvick. But 
<clears throat> you've built yourself a successful race career, right? He's in the ownership part of it too. Uh, in his Harvick Racing, is he? He's still doing that, right? He's still got some Harvick Racing stuff going on. Yeah, so he's got. Um, really, his company is like an agency, basically. Um, Kate Kevin Harvick Incorporated. Um, and so at one time he did have a race team where they fielded a truck series team. And I think he had Xfinity cars for a little while too, but he's not really so much doing that anymore, but he's got a lot of, of drivers that use his agency for their sponsorship deals. Ryan priest is like one of his biggest name driver. Obviously now he's going to be his teammate at Stuart Haas. How much did that relationship play into that? Uh, does a lot of stuff with Keelan Harvick, his son, who's, who's coming up through the ranks quickly at, eight years old or whatever he is. He's, he's still very young, but he's getting into racing and he's got the sponsorship deal with, with Hunt brothers and all that as well. Um, so yeah, they've, they represent quite a few different drivers. So he's definitely got those outside interests as well. And we've talked about it before, right? It almost seems like Fox news is maybe, or, or Fox, whatever broadcast rather is, uh, maybe keeping that seat warm for, for Kevin Harvick. They got Clint Boyer in the booth. One of Kevin Harvick's great friends. They were teammates for a long time, both at RCR and Stuart Haas Racing. So throughout their careers, they've been pretty close. They're good friends. Their kids are very good friends. Uh, Cash Boyer and then Keelan Harvick are, are very good friends, close. The families do a lot together. So, And they, they've already announced for the 2023 season, it's going to be that rotating cast again, right? We saw Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart and different guys just kind of bouncing that seat. So almost maybe like they're keeping it warmed up for one more year to slide Kevin into the booth. And we've seen him do Xfinity series races before he's very good at TV side of things and would be very good broadcaster. I think so. Uh, it seems like that's, that's probably the most laid out case. Um, I, I would guess, but I, you know, for, <laughs> for betting wise and fantasy wise, I hope the guy keeps driving forever, right? He's a, uh, he's, he's one of our, our free square and fantasy, as we always say for, uh, for Kevin Harvick because he's just, he's so consistent and there's especially certain tracks where you can just count on him to always get you a good, solid performance. A free square for a top 10 in a lot of tracks. That's, that's exactly that's what Kevin Harvick everywhere. is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's, yeah, you got to take full advantage of that. But again, I mean, I love, I love speculation. I love when people like blow one tiny little, little uh, tag and and make it a big thing. So It'd be interesting right, to see how that plays be, off. You know, maybe this forever company actually is on there as a sponsor. You know, it's just, it could be nothing or it could be the sign that this is it for him, right? Could be forever. <laughs> uh, um, all right. We've got odds to get to. So let's get to those odds. We'll take a break real quick. And when we come back, we'll start breaking down the truck series odds for you. I know our, our trips down history lane are fun. Uh, but you're here for the odds, so let's get to those. But first, let me tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, the NFL playoffs are here. You get great promos, odds, payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet. You ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100 limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to chain terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 or older or present. The play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. SGPN has teamed up with homage for the NFL Playoff Challenge. The winner's going to get $300 in cash, a $100 SGPN gift card, and a $100 Homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Go check them out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash homage for all the contest details. And to enter, download the SGPN app and hit contest. Well, the Craftsman Truck Series hits the track again this season. So super excited to watch these guys uh, once again run their their schedule. You know, the thing about these trucks, obviously, is we, we talk about the fact that there's a lot of names in here that, that you'll see, again, from last year. But there's a lot of new faces almost every single year in this series as, as a lot of these guys are trying to catapult themselves into the Xfinity and therefore the Cup Series, uh, ultimately. So 
It's a shorter shorter circuit for these guys, right? 23 races they ran last season. Uh, and so you don't get nearly as much action as you do in the longer seasons for Xfinity and for uh, the Cup Series. But still tons of great action on the track. We saw it play out last season, especially as it came down to the championship four and in the championship race. Boy, that last race was just about anybody's race. Any one of those four could have won, and and it just came down to a couple of pit strategies, a couple of late pit, uh, just a light cautions is really what it all came down to in the end. <clears throat> but we had Zane Smith as the champion of the final season of the Camping World Cup Series. And Cody, we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Zane Smith starts out as the favorite to win the championship again. He is at plus 200 to repeat as champion. Zane Smith finished second a couple of seasons in a row, then finally won it. Do we think that he can repeat and do these odds reflect what we feel should be there? Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise he's the favorite, right? He's finished in the top two in three seasons in a row, two second places in a row, and then finally last year got the championship. Like you said, that final race, I mean, it was one, two, three, four until I think it was Majeski ended up wrecking their late and maybe costing his teammate the championship, honestly, because it looked like Zane Smith maybe was not going to get another one, and he did. So, yeah, plus 200, not surprising because he did win it last year because he's been a perennial favorite, right? He's kind of an up-and-coming name that Ford seems to have their eye on, and many have talked about maybe he just makes a jump all the way up to the Cup Series here in the next season or two even, uh, depending on how he does down here. Uh, John Arnimacek, obviously the big name that's gone. Granted, he didn't even make the championship for the last two seasons. We talked about that a little bit when we covered the Xfinity odds uh, yesterday as far as um, the the over-unders on his wins and, and whatnot. So definitely go back and listen to that. But So that, that kind of leaves a hole there with even though he didn't make the championship for. But Zane Smith seems to be the clear favorite, right? He's in that 38 truck. Uh, it's good every year. He's good every year. So I'm not surprised. Plus 200, not super sexy for me to want to bet this. Just wait till he's in the final four and then take his odds there. It's not going to be that much worse, really. It, it yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, we'll, and I think when we'll probably have a lot more praise for him when we get to win totals. Again, I've not looked at the Truck Series win totals. Hopefully, we have them for him, and like we don't have the favorite for the Xfinity Series. <laughs> but he's probably going to be one we're going to talk about over there because um, I think he is going to have a very good season. Um, and I would not be surprised at all to see him in that final four again. Wouldn't be surprised to see him win back-to-back -back championships. That's not easy to do, right? When's the last time we've really seen a back-to-back -back champion in any of these sports? Tyler Reddick did it a few years ago in Xfinity. You go back to Jimmy Johnson, obviously, won five in a row at one point. So uh, so he did it back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back -to -back -to -back. But uh, that was Jimmy Johnson. That's a different story. Zane Smith. Um, so, yeah, so value-wise, plus 200. No. Would I be shocked if he wins a championship? No. He's plus 200. He's a favorite for a reason. Uh, and I think he'll be in the final four. I think he, he's going to have a great season. But as far as value-wise for, for placing this, I, I, I don't really find too much value here. Yeah, it's you would have to bet quite a bit for this to make it worth your while, obviously. Because, you know, he look, Zane Smith led all truck drivers last season with four wins. He had 14 top fives, 19 top tens. Like, he basically did dominate the season for the most part. Uh, and really, nobody else was was hardly close. I mean, Chandler Smith, you could probably make a case for being uh, close to him. But, you know, overall, Zane Smith was the class of the field. He comes back again. Same equipment, same situation. Uh, you're right, John Hunter Nemechek is gone. But, you know, I just feel like, yeah, he's probably going to do it. So, look, if you want to cash, by all means, go ahead and, and bet this. I, I You know, you're, you're probably not going to... You're probably not going to regret it if you win at the end, but trying to figure out what it's going to take for you to feel comfortable profiting off of it, you know, whatever your, your comfort level is profit-wise, I suppose that's between you and your pocketbook, but, you know, it just yeah, it doesn't... Just with, the, yeah. with the format where it is, you know, when we talk about this in all the series, but where you just make the final race and then any of the four can win it, it makes it so much tougher because, yeah, do I think that he probably has the best regular season? I think he probably wins the regular season championship. Yeah. I think he has the most wins. Yeah. I think he has the best performance. Yeah. But when he gets to that final race, as close as we've seen it, 
you know, a couple of different times here, specifically this last year where all four of them could have won at any point. It's still just, I think the value is not here. And looking down the board, there's some other guys who could sneak into that championship race that, that I'm going to like having value on them more. This is one of those where it's like, it's not a Max Verstappen. Yeah. He's most likely going to win it as sure bet, or maybe you just go ahead and take that because He's he's so he's Jimmy Johnson level right at this point, um, and so while well, I love Zane Smith and I think he's going to be impressive, it's just man the value just not there at, at only plus two hundred. Maybe if he struggles early in the season, you get some odds throughout the season. He starts dropping, he hits like a plus five hundred or something. Then yeah, I think you get on it because it, I don't think a struggle is going to last all season. He's going to bounce back, sneak his way in there, and he could win at that point. But I don't foresee that happening either. But if it gets there. Something to keep in mind as the season goes on. Well, I feel like it's very odd, though, to have such short odds for the the championship driver. I mean, you look at even the Cup Series, right? Obviously, the Cup Series is way more competitive, but Chase Elliott leads at plus 600. That's what I would expect more out of a championship uh, odds set for for a, I don't know, any, any sort of NASCAR, to be honest with you, or any sort of motorsports. Um, but at plus 200, it just, it just doesn't feel right. Like this, this bet doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, I mean, should be the clear cut favorite for sure. But why it's all the way down. It's not such a sure thing that it should be up plus 200. No, no. Uh, well, and then, so let's, let's move on to the next driver on the list here. And, and there's a 250 point jump to Ty Majeski, who's at plus 450 and, you know, Ty Majeski, obviously one of those, uh, drivers in it at the end, he finished fourth overall in points he had two wins 10 top fives 15 top tens uh obviously had a shot there too at the end until um i think he took himself out right that was that was him yeah, i think he just kind of overcooked it if i remember right i think he just overcooked it trying to trying to make a last ditch move and then yeah. spun himself out probably cost his teammate the championship uh but and yeah i just i believe he was the first driver to lock himself into the final four as well so he was locked in he was ready to go um, and he might've, did he win the last, I think he won, might've won the last couple races going into that race and had the momentum and just didn't quite get it done. But, uh, Majeski, we're getting closer to odds. I like, I still, again, he should be one of the top drivers. Obviously that's why he's up here on the list. Still not finding a ton of value with him at plus 450. Can he win it? Yes, absolutely. Had a great season last year. He did get the two wins, um, had 10 top five finishes in 23 races. That's pretty good. He's a guy that's been around for a while. So sometimes people kind of forget he had a deal with Roush back in the day. We talked about that 60 car when we did our history lesson on the number 60 uh, earlier in the offseason. But he he drove some races for them all the way back in 2017, 2018. He's been in the truck series since 2019, kind of on and off. This past season was his first full-time season in any of the series. And so that was was helpful. He's a iRacing like professional like he's very good at iRacing one of the Josh Berry types where he's a little bit older of a guy um and is really just getting his first opportunity now um and and so I think that 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 veteran level will help him I think making it to the four now will help him Thor Sport the team he races for probably one of the best teams in the garage now they are switching manufacturers going from Toyota back to Ford how's that going to affect them yet to be seen right I, I wouldn't think it's going to be much of a dip but we'll see they won the championship two years ago with ben rhodes they had multiple cars in the championship for this last season with rhodes and majeski um and so i expect them to be good i expect them to have a solid season still not loving only plus 450 though yeah that's the part that gives me pause and you're right i mean he ended up winning bristol and homestead those were his only two wins in the season they came within the last four races of the season so um yeah i mean look i i, I know majeski's got the talent we know that he could have probably made better decisions to put himself closer to actually winning it rather than finishing 20th where he did and spinning himself out there causing that last caution uh, by the way, and that was really what, well, but, but I don't think the last caution, but it was one of the last cautions. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't like this a lot. I don't like Majeski at plus 450 because I, I don't, I don't see him winning a championship this season. I really don't. As much as he was probably one of the more better, or the better, the, the uh, contenders last season, he'll put himself there again, 
but I honestly don't see him uh, getting a, a championship out of this. And so plus four fifty, it's not even worth much speculation for me at this point. Yeah, I can see him winning, but I, I'm definitely not willing to bet it. And he's one of those guys we kind of watched all year, right? It was kind of like, well, he's getting close. He's getting close. He's getting close. Then he got a win, and then he got the second win. We we've seen that so many times where once you get that first win, finally you get over that hump. So now he's got those two wins towards the end of the season out of the way. How's he going to translate that going forward? Does he break out and have a ton of wins this season? All of a sudden we're like, whoa, Ty Majeski, hello. It, it could be, you know, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, plus 450 again, it's just not quite enough value. I, I think he's right to maybe be in the top four for sure as far as odds getters based on the truck he's in, based on the season he had. He made it to the final four, of course. Um, and so – you got to give him that, but I'm just not ready to bet it even at, at plus 450. Yeah, I'm I'm okay letting this one go. He's not he's a a guy we'll be talking about quite a bit. I mean, we're not going to be done talking about him this season, obviously. Oh, absolutely, yeah. but he's yeah. going to be in the mix for a lot of wins this season. And again, again, come back tomorrow with the over under for wins breakdowns. I don't know if he's on the list or not, but I'd expect him to be a guy that I'm at least pretty high on to win a few races for sure. Indeed. Uh, all right, let's talk about the 99 truck of Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes coming in at plus 550 to win the championship this coming season. Ben Rhodes finished second to Zane Smith. He had one win, eight top fives, and 13 top tens on the season. Obviously, a longtime veteran of this truck series, uh, a longtime successful driver, former champion. Like, I mean, you can rattle off all of his accolades. But he is now at plus 550 to win because we haven't seen this over the last couple of seasons out of Ben Rhodes. Uh, and, and we definitely have started to see, um, you know, I, he, won, he won in 2021, but he, he finished second. But again, before that, seventh, ninth, eighth, fifth, he finally broke through. So I guess the question is, do we think that this is a, a, another breakthrough season for Ben Rhodes or... Are the younger guys going to get him in the end? Yeah, so this is one I actually, I like this for the value because he's at plus 550. He's still considered one of the favorites, but but you're getting a little better odds. He won the championship two seasons ago. And then this past season, like I was just saying, his teammate Ty Majeski, Ben Rhodes was leading that race when Majeski wrecked. Maybe he wouldn't have won. Zane Smith might have been able to get him, but Rhodes had a very good chance to, to repeat, go back to back with the championships. And so if you're telling me the guy that won two years ago, almost won this past season, or was in a position within 10 laps to go to win this past season, uh, is at plus 550 now and he's third on the board. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to like this a little more. If Zane Smith was here, yeah, I, I would smash him at plus 550 more so than all the way down at plus 200. And maybe there's a reason they're priced this way. Rhodes kind of had a disappointing season last year, right? He wins a championship. And then it was kind of like he wasn't really to anywhere to be found. Then all of a sudden, boom, he's in the final four, right? He sneaks in at the end, and he's in the conversation to win the title. So he's the type of guy who can do that again, even if his season's not the greatest. He's got the championship pedigree. He's been there. I mean, he is losing his crew chief. I believe they've shifted her over, uh, him over to Haley Deegan's car uh, truck for the season. Um, and again, you're switching manufacturers. But he's been with – I believe he was with them when it was forwarded before. He's with them when they switched to Toyota. He's with them when they go back to Ford. Thor Sports changed – manufacturers previously a few times and it's not really affected their performance for anything massively that i can remember so i don't expect that to be too big of a deal but this is where we're kind of getting into the spot where he's a guy i think can win it can definitely be in the final four with a chance and a plus 550 the odds are starting to talk to me for a guy who's done it before came so close last year this this is where we're, we're kind of getting into the sweet spot of i, I kind of like the uh like like the odds here it's a good sprinkle. It's a good speculative bet. Obviously, you don't have to go too heavy to get a, a good profit off of it should he return to the championship circle for the truck series. Um, again, I mean, you're right. It was a disappointing year. He only had that one win at the Bristol Dirt, and it was just tough sledding. Although he did finish off with two second-place finishes in the last three races up to including Phoenix. So, um, yeah, I mean, this could be a season where Ben Rhodes finds it again and finds his rhythm. Um, I probably wouldn't be too... Uh, like you said, if Zane Smith was at plus 550, that would be an easy bet to make. So 
I suppose That's probably why he's not a plus five fifty, but yeah, yeah, well, for sure, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but Ben Rhodes at five fifty, I think I'm with you where I would go ahead and start betting on him uh, here and just find yourself a nice little sweet spot of what you want to make uh, should he cash this bet for you. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's move on down the line. The next one is uh, Corey Heim. He is at plus six fifty. Uh, Corey Heim, the young man who. Uh, a lot of the NASCAR analysts are pretty high on. Um, they they have a feeling that he's going to have a breakout season. He did win two wins. Uh, or he did have two wins last year at Atlanta and Gateway. Uh, six top five finishes uh, and, and then ten top tens. He finished 14th in the standings, though, uh, so not really the greatest of, the of only, seasons. He only started 16 but, races. Yeah, but he well, only that's had That's actually impressive. He only started 16 of the 23, and he had two wins in that. And he finished 14th. He won Rookie of the Year as a part-time driver. Granted, he was in Kyle Busch trucks, so there is that. You know, it, that's the top-tier equipment. That was the same trucks that Kyle Busch was down there racing in, that, that 51 truck, right? So you, you, you got something to say for that. But he's going to be with Tricon Garage this year, formerly DGR, I think they were. They switched from Ford to Toyota. They're now the Toyota flagship. They're the, the KBM of Toyota or whatever in the truck series now. They were good as a Ford team, pretty pretty decent, right? That that seventeen truck specifically, rotating drivers, but but had good seasons. This is uh, Corey Heim. I, I think I wish he was a little higher on the odds, but plus six fifty is still good. He's Toy- another guy that that's a big bet for Toyota. He's an up and coming driver for them. It, you know, as soon as Kyle Busch was switching to Chevy, you know, he was getting pulled out of that, put in a Toyota ride. They won a spot for him, right? He wins two races in uh, in just the 16 that he races, wins Rookie of the Year. So that's, that's pretty impressive. That speaks to a lot. And even though it's going to be a different team, I think it's going to be of a similar level. of the. I don't know, I don't know that we're going to have the Kyle Busch Motorsports dominant truck this year, even though Kyle Busch Motorsports is still around. We've not talked about one of their drivers yet for good reason. But, um, but uh, Tricon, I think, is going to be a top-tier team still. So, man, I, I wish he was like plus eight fifty or something. I'd feel a lot more better about that. But plus six fifty, this—he's a guy that's gonna be there. He's gonna get his wins this season, and he's gonna have an opportunity to be in there. So, I, I don't necessarily love it, but I don't hate it either. Well, we, we're not looking at his win totals yet, but this is a guy that I would probably, you know, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow when we talk about the the win totals, but. Like two and a half is probably where I'd set it because I feel like he could get those two wins again. And and look, I even think that he could get four wins out of this if he f- runs a full schedule now, and and it has his full time ride. But yeah, at six fifty, yeah. he's he's going to be the truest test of where Tricon Garage stands compared to Kyle Busch of, of previous years, right? Because he came down and did it in the Kyle Busch cars, it trucks in, in a short season, you know, running part time, and so. If he's not able to get wins in the Tricon trucks, you know, pretty early in the season, that's going to give us a fair standing of where that team maybe isn't at the same level. Or if he comes out and starts rattling them off, then okay, they're at the same level that KBM was, and so you know, then we really need to take him seriously at that point. Uh, but it, man, if if he was full time in a Kyle Busch truck this year, he would probably be in the top two, right next to Zane Smith, for odds. So. I think you are getting a pretty good value on him here. The, the slight unknown with the Tricon thing, but that was already a good team when they were with Ford. So, so I don't think they're necessarily going to take a huge step back just because they switched to Toyota and they're the ones getting most of the Toyota money, right? KBM is gone from Toyota. Uh, Thor sport is no longer a Toyota team. So the Toyota truck series money is being funneled into this program more so than anywhere else. And again, we'll just have to see really what it is. I, I still, I'm not, I'm not comfortable at 650 to put any at Cor- on Corey Heim to win the championship. I feel like this would be another. Obviously, we're like I said, we're going to talk about him for wins. We're going to talk about him for top tens, head to heads. But uh, I think he maybe needs another, an actual full season before we start thinking championship for Corey yeah. Heim. And this is where you know you put you put him and Ben Rhodes next to each other. They're they're at fairly sim- similar odds. And you've got that championship pedigree with Rhodes. You, you've got the experience of being in the final four multiple times. And so that's going to make you want to lean a little more towards betting him 
than the unknowns of a guy who just was a rookie, didn't even compete a full season, switching teams. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I'm probably going to pass. I, I hate to do it because I, I think we're going to see a good season from Corey Heim, but I'm not completely sold that that he's going to be the championship winner just yet. Me either. Um, all right, let's continue down the line. Let's talk about my favorite Canadian driver. It is Stuart Friesen. He is at plus 750 to win the Craftsman's Truck Series uh, championship. Last season, he had a win, nine top fives, 13 top tens, but all of our love and adoration uh, as, as our favorite Canadian driver in the series. Who's he, actually from Canada. Who's actually oh, from Canada, <laughs> mind you. Uh, he finished sixth in the standings, did not make the final four, but, you know, again, this is a guy that uh, we love, but at, even at, even at 750, I just don't see this as a, I don't see him as an actual championship contender. I I hate to say it, I because I, we know we love us some Canadians uh, and Canadian drivers, but I don't see him factoring into the mix. Unfortunately, when it comes to the final four, so I, I don't like it even at plus seven fifty, and and maybe even I don't know even if it was even lower, I don't know that I'd like it still. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. We love Stewart, and I think he's gonna be in competition for some wins this year. Uh, you talk about Toyota, he, he's no, he's probably number two on the pecking list for Toyota teams now, right? With Thorsport not being with Toyota, maybe they get a slight bump but because it is Tricon and, and then, you know, the Friesen Halmar racing team. Um, man, this is a guy, you know, blue collar dude who's out there racing for his own team, his family, you know, his family owned team, his wife makes some starts in the trucks. They're, when they're not racing, he's racing more than Kyle Larson is, modified dirt racing him and his wife do it four or five times a week. Then he gets in there, works on the truck, races the truck, and then he's right back to the dirt track. I mean, this guy is through and through blue collar, just race car driver, race car owner. We love the guy. Hope he has a great season. I don't think anybody will be happier than we are if he wins it all, but worth a bet at plus 750. Probably not, unfortunately. It just, man, I would love to see it. I, I Even if I don't have money on it, would love to see it for the guy because He's an awesome dude. They're an awesome family. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty tough at, at these type of odds. Yeah, don't get me wrong. A Stuart Friesen championship would make me smile from ear to ear. Uh, I would love it, eh? But, again, I just I don't see it happening. And at plus 750, the value is not right, not quite there to, to make me want to actually bet it. So, <sighs> hate it. We'll talk about him again. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I keep saying it, but it's just, it's so true. We're going to continue to talk about these guys, just maybe not in the same breath as a, an actual, um, you know, championship driver. So yep. let's move on to uh, the next guy on the list. And, and maybe we'll just start breaking these guys down um, here in groups. And we'll see, because a, a lot of these guys that we're about to talk about are all sort of not necessarily guys I'm even all that, uh, interested in and let's let's talk about uh well okay let's let's talk about grant Enfinger and christian eckes uh Enfinger's at plus 1000 eckes is at plus 1200 again i'm not not thinking either one of these guys i mean Enfinger and eckes both finished seventh and eighth in the standings last season uh Enfinger did have a win seven top fives 12 top tens eckes no wins eight top fives 15 top tens um Unless these guys take a, a, a kind of a bigger leap this season, I'm not seeing championship status out of these guys. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so Ekis, yeah, he's not really interesting as far as, as championship odds go for me. Uh, he's a veteran of the truck series, right? He's been over 10 seasons. He's raced in the, in the truck series, um, and he's got 150 career starts, 89 top 10s. So he's getting it done and has a solid truck week in and week out. He's kind of the lead dog for GMS, but again, we're, we're seeing all this GMS now legacy stuff in the Cup Series. Their their focus has shifted a lot more to the Cup team. We we talked about it with colleague from Xfinity to Cup. When these teams graduate into the Cup Series, you're gonna you're gonna spread your resources out and you're gonna focus more on on the bigger series, right? And so I think we've seen that with GMS. Is Enfinger gonna win a race? Maybe two? Yeah, probably. Wouldn't be surprised to see it. Is he, you know, a dark horse for the championship? I, I suppose you can make an argument, but don't don't really love it. Um, as far as Christian Eckes goes, 
we've seen some success from him before, but that again was in um, the Kyle Busch Motorsports trucks. And now he's in the Bill McAnally 19 truck that Derek Krause was racing last year. Granted, Derek Krause, maybe not the most best driver for that truck. And maybe Eckes gets more out of it. So I think maybe he'll get more out of it. He only has won one race though, despite racing at uh, Kyle Busch for a couple of seasons. And so that kind of scares me off a little, but maybe I'd honestly would be shocked if we even saw Eckes win a race this, this season. I, that's not really something I, I see. And yeah, I have no interest in betting either of these guys. 10 to 1, 12 to 1. They're kind of in this area of don't really have a realistic shot and the odds aren't long enough for me to, to want it. Yeah, definitely not underdog status enough for either one of these guys for, for me to feel uh, like I really want to bet them. I mean, it's not like, and look, Eckes is young, too. Eckes is only 21 years old, uh, whereas Enfinger is actually 36 years old right now, right? He's, uh, no, 37 now. So Enfinger is not the youngest of drivers, and he's down there uh, tooling around. So, yeah, definitely not anything uh, that I'm interested in there. But this next guy on the list, I didn't lump him in with them because uh, I, this is one that... You know we're both on him. You know we're both on him. <laughs> Carson Hosevar. Loved this guy last season. Absolutely loved the fact that he is now plus 1,500 to win the thing. Uh, yeah, Cody's Cody's over here salivating already because he's all sorts of ready for it. Hosovar didn't win oh, yeah. any races. Love me. Love me some Carson Hosovar. I know. Didn't win any races. Seven top fives, 12 top tens. But, uh, again, we were we were licking our chops. We finished third at Mid-Ohio, third in Nashville, fifth at Pocono, fourth at Fort Worth, second at Darlington, second at the Bristol Dirt. He was hovering around a win. Now yeah. Carson Hosevar gets another season at it. Yeah, I think I think this is one where I really feel like this is worth a bet on a, on a championship uh, futures. Yeah, honestly, I was surprised to see his name so far down here. And I think maybe people just forget, like, think of the beginning of the season he had, right? Similar to Ty Majeski, where it was like, he's got a win coming soon. He's got a win coming soon. Well, then he breaks his leg. That kind of throws a wrench in things, right? And yeah, he was still racing, but you're racing with a broken leg. That's that can't be easy. That that makes things more difficult. Kind of fell off towards the end of the season. He had that Hail Mary race where they tried to run to run him on gas mileage and make it there. And he almost got the win, but but didn't quite get there and everything. And and the second half of the season was a little disappointing, but you've got to chalk that up to the leg, at least to some degree, right? Um, we talked about it before. His girlfriend, I believe she's girlfriend was was battling cancer she's now cancer free that is something that that weighs on you no matter what and yeah these guys can strap in these these cars these trucks and, and not think about that for a few hours while they're doing their job but that's something that still weighs on you through your preparation and maybe cuts back on that where you've you've got to take her to the hospital and sit with her through treatments and and stuff like that and now she's got the clean bill of health and i think that's going to help hopefully the leg is healed now and he's back to to normal he's, he's one of those guys that's out there racing all kinds of stuff right he's been racing some late models here lately he gets in some other stuff and races um and yeah he's a guy that we love to talk about last year love to bet on i think we're going to see the host of our breakout this season we know those nice trucks can win we've seen him do it right guys like ross chastain have had a lot of success in there before he became the ross chastain that he is now in the cup series um and so they can get it done love this Love his odds at 15 to 1. This is definitely worth the bet for me. Um, and I'm going to be rooting for it just because we like the guy so much. Yeah, it just when you when you can root for a stand-up guy like him and know that it's probably going to end up being uh, fruitful for you. It's only 20 years old, like 19 years old now. I think 20 when this season gets going full swing, but like still so much racing ahead of, of this young man. And um, yeah, obviously will not be the last time we're talking about him on this show but this is where i'm really starting to feel like there's a cut that this is the best bet i think to make on the board right now and the one that will probably net you the most should it happen obviously but also one that i feel like is priced in a way that that is favorable to you the better letter you know not not necessarily what we were talking about before but this guy is the first guy that i feel like i can tell you go ahead and bet him and and feel very comfortable telling you to bet him uh, and be happy when he does hit. So, uh, Carson Hosevar again, plus 1500. Uh, I am going to 
lump the next few together because I think they all sort of are in this. I'm not going to bet them. Taylor Gray at plus 2,000. Matt DiBenedetto at plus 2,500. Chase Purdy at plus 3,000. And Tanner Gray at plus 3,000 there. Uh, Cody, other than Matt DiBenedetto, who we know has been a uh, Cup Series regular at times. Matt, Matt who? Is he still racing? See, there you go. Uh, that's that's about the only thing. I mean, do, do, do any of these guys... Like oh yeah that's rating. right he won the one race that he shouldn't have won that he clearly wasn't in the lead that we threw a caution thirty feet too early for no reason yeah don't care don't bet <laughs> on Matt De Benedetto ever don't waste your money don't even think about the guy he's not worth your time anyways next Chase Purdy yeah no thanks not interested uh, the Grays I am interested in the Grays uh, they are are talented and actually so Tanner. Is that or Taylor rather is at plus two thousand? He's the younger one. The he's only seventeen. He's actually got to get like a waiver to be able to qualify to run the points for some of these first few races because he's not old enough yet. That's <laughs> but he's uber talented. And then his brother, the older brother, he's twenty three. He's at thirty to one. Not as much interested in Tanner Gray. Taylor Gray though at twenty to one. He's gonna be with that Tricon Garage team, right? That's that's the new DGR. That's the new Toyota main team. I like the value on him at 20 to one. I think we're going to see him win multiple races. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he was impressive in, in the few starts he made here and there. He, he kind of had some issues and whatnot, but he started eight races last year. Again, was limited on, on where he could start and what he could do just because of his age. And <laughs> he's a young guy, but he is very, very talented. Um, and yeah, I, so I actually... Tanner, Taylor Gray, rather, at, at 20 to 1, the younger of the two brothers. Um, I, I like him a little bit because I think that there's some value down here this far, being on what should be the flagship Toyota team, right? Um, and so that'd be like getting a Kyle Busch Motorsports driver last year at 20 to 1. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm excited about about Tanner Gray, about Taylor Gray, rather. It's going to be it's gonna be a season trying to keep them, figure out which one's which, right? But uh yeah, I think Tanner Taylor is the much more talented one, and the one we're really going to be surprised this year when when he's tearing it up out there and uh, and performing well. So twenty to one, I don't mind a little sprinkle on that. Uh, these other three guys, I wouldn't waste the time on. Although, what does it say that your younger brother is a a more favorite, uh, and you only ran eight races as a younger brother, and your, <laughs> as, your big as brother, the oldest of, of three brothers? I, I hate to say it, but. It seems like we see it that way a lot, right? You look at uh, at guy at the Bush brothers, right? And Kurt Bush is great driver. I mean, a Hall of Famer, right? He's he's you know, but Kyle Bush is so much better. And <laughs> it seems like we've seen that a lot. I think you look at like the Currys in the NBA, right? Steph, I think, is the younger of of the two, isn't he? And and he's the better one. And so, yeah, I don't know. I guess they just learn from their wonderful older brothers, and and then uh, and then take take that. Uh, <laughs> and do with it what they will, I guess. <laughs> uh, that is funny. Okay, well, that that definitely is uh, worth a long shot. It is funny to think, though, that he's got to have a waiver uh, to be able to race. That's like having a, a work permit, right, when you're when you're way too young to work. Right. Yeah. We've got to get it approved for you to be able to go out here because you're not old enough. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, the next guy on the list is actually, I, I paused at him uh, because Matt Crafton, is at plus uh, 5,000 to win the, the championship. Um, Matt Crafton, obviously, you recognize the name. He finished ninth in the standings last season. He didn't have a win. He only had two top fives. He had 12 top tens. Um, but Crafton is is intriguing, especially at 50-1, to one, just considering the simple fact of the matter of, of this is, this is Matt Crafton. I mean, the guy's been yeah, around why, forever. Why is he at 50-1? to one? I I do not get this. This absolutely, if you want a long shot, this is a fun one to take. Is he going to win? You know, probably not, but he can, right? He's a three-time Truck Series champion. It's going to be his 23rd series season in the Truck Series. Like, guy knows what he's doing. He's been around. He's on one of the elite teams, right? Thor Sport, we just talked about it. They almost won the championship last year with two of their drivers, won the championship two years ago. Crafton's won it three times. He's been with this team so long. He's been through all 47 manufacturer changes they've made. He, he can do it with this team. And, yeah, I didn't win anything this past year, but we saw him just a couple years ago break a long non-winning streak. 
and he, he can put himself in position to be there. He's not a favorite for a reason, but he's in great equipment and he's still a good driver. So at 50 to one, yeah, probably not going to win it, but he, he's kind of the last person on the board that you'd even want to take a sniff at it and throw a few bucks on him because at 50 to one, that's pretty good odds. He makes it to the final four. You've got some good hedging options there. Yeah, fifty to one is is very again as a past champ, a three time past champion. We didn't talk about him a lot last season when we were trying to talk about wins and and all that stuff. I mean, obviously his name came up because well he's been around forever. Um, so you figure that there's probably not a lot of time left for him uh, in this in this series. Just considering the fact that uh, maybe I don't know, maybe there is, maybe maybe he does stick around forever and ever. Amen. But um, I would think that at some point it's it's probably time for you to uh, to ride off into the sunset, and this could be one of the last few seasons. So he's going to have to make a stand. He's going to have to figure something out and, and make himself I um, just just give himself a good position to get back into the championship uh, uh, conversation again and actually win. Forty seven years old. I'm forty seven. Well, he's forty six right now, but I'm I'm forty six, forty seven years old. Me climbing into a truck for two hours at a time now it, it doesn't get any easier kids it does not get any easier i'll keep that in mind in like 15 years <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch uh no yeah honestly it's 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 not a it's not an easy proposition so i'm definitely uh hats off to to te- or to matt crafton for even trying so um yeah, no, absolutely and yeah he's he's worth a, a tiny sprinkle just because he can get it done he's in the right equipment and yeah Indeed. Uh, all right, we've got a, a few more to, to get to, but let's get to our second break here for a second, and let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy at Underdog. The season never ends, and right now you can play their fantasy football playoff best ball. It's the gauntlet with a million dollars in prizes up for grabs. I also got a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN at UnderdogFantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to one. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Well, Cody, as you can imagine, the final names on this list are super ridiculous long shots, and mainly for a reason. Uh, You've got a thousand to one? (laughs) A thousand to one. Why are we even offering these things? Well, they they want you to get very, very creative in your betting. Uh, Love me a long shot, but... Yeah. No, you saw, honestly. Not this kind. Tyler Tyler Ankrum is at uh, 75 to 1. And then Austin Wayne Self, again, that's the 1,000 to 1. Dean Thompson, 1,000 to 1. But the one I want to concentrate on more right now is Haley Deegan. She is at 500 to 1 right now, right? Am I reading that right? That's yeah, true. I think, yep, that's, yep, 500 to 1. 500 to 1. She is at 500 to 1. We talked about it. We talked about her move. We talked about her potential. We talked about her possibly getting a seat in the Xfinity, and that did not uh, pan out. So now she finds herself back in the truck series. But Haley Deegan at 50 to 1 to win the championship. Obviously, there's a reason why she's that uh, long odds. But also, I mean... Is it worth something on at fi- at five hundred to one? It's it's tempting. No, not even a little tempting. It's not. It's not. I, I love Haley, and I hope she has a great season. And I think maybe she gets a victory. Right, we see her in victory lane. She's she's got the, this new ride now. And at Thor Sport again, one of the top teams. We just talked about them, right? And so I, I hope to see good things from her. I think she's going to have the best season we've seen her have. Is she a championship contender though? I, I don't think she is. Honestly, at this point. It man, and she's 500 to one. That's she's that long of odds for a reason, and for being the most popular driver in the truck series, right? Generally, most popular means you're going to get a little bit taken off because everybody bets the Cowboys, everybody bets Chase Elliott because they are the most popular, right? And so their number gets knocked down. She's still a 500 to one. I just don't think it's realistic. Uh, you know, if we got her at half a race win or something, I doubt she's even on that list, but if we did, I would maybe consider the over there because. I think we could see her maybe get one done finally, um, but but I think she's she's going to be focusing on on trying to get some top ten finishes, even some top fifteens, put together a solid strong season, and I think that championship expectations are, are just a bit too much for her. Yeah, it's tough. I I want to I want to say that this is probably why they put put it there. Obviously, because at five hundred to one, 
you know, everybody that, that loves a popular driver is going to say, oh, 500 to one, that's fantastic odds uh, right. if, she, if she does it. But, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a foregone conclusion that she's going to race for a championship this season. This season, I'll say. Right, I mean, maybe, maybe if she's in the truck uh, series one more season, we might see it. But I think she's not even going to be in the truck series next year. Honestly, I, th- I think she yeah, will move I, up I to think Xfinity. It's, yeah, pretty far fetched to see her. She'll most likely be moved up to the Xfinity series. They'll finally replace Riley Herbst, I guess, maybe, and put her in that '98 car. But uh, yeah, I just I uh, love watching her, and I think we're going to see a lot better results from her this season. I'm excited for the opportunity she has at Thor Sport, but. As far as being a championship contender, I don't see it. Yeah. Again, unfortunately, even at 500 to uh, one. I, I think, honestly, because the truck series is only, is it only 10 that make the truck series championship? I think the, the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So even the playoffs, even her just making the playoffs, I, th- I think is, is a pretty fair stretch. So uh, I would be surprised by that. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so we will we will close the book on that. Again, none of those other names, right? Nothing, Austin Wayne Self, Dean Thompson. Uh, no, those are, those names aren't doing much for me. Yeah, there's there's not even there's not even an inkling of me wanting to to no. even. In fact, I doubt we'll even talk about them much at all. In yeah, the probably not. I mean, unless they're causing wrecks and and costing us bets that we placed on other drivers, <laughs> you're probably not going to hear us talk about those couple of guys much. You never know though. Super speedways, right? Maybe uh, maybe they end up being somebody you toss out there as a long shot, but. Uh, yeah, probably probably won't be much coverage on those guys. Yeah, I doubt I doubt they'll even have uh, odds for the um, win totals for e- any of these guys. So we'll yeah, <laughs> probably put that <laughs> put that name to bed for now. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, Cody, that that does it for the championship. Uh, we've definitely covered everybody worth covering. Uh, in the in the championship odds for the ex- or for the truck series rather. So um, we'll come back tomorrow. We'll talk about some win totals, shall we? Let's do it. I'm excited, man. This is, oh, it's been such a fun week. We got total, we got, you got win totals. We got championship odds, more things to bet on, more odds to break down. Really looking forward to the season now, 39 days till the 500. So yeah, it's, we're almost there, Rod. I can feel it. I can taste it. It's almost so here. Damn close. I love it. So, um, all right. Well then as we wrap things up, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Uh, got a ton of stuff out over there coming out. Got a NFL Saturday wild card breakdown with some of the the best bets and props uh, that's going to be coming out here in the next day or so. So check that out. Got IndyCar futures, F1 futures, more NASCAR futures articles. Uh, so check all those out as well. And yeah, you can find all my work there at Husker underscore Z. Follow him. Make sure to do it. He's a busy man, ladies and gentlemen. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in the bio to everything I've got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media. It's all right there in the bio on Twitter. We'll be back again tomorrow. Look at some truck series win totals and give you some of our favorite plays of the, uh, of the entire slate. So uh, until tomorrow, we'll see you then. Let's go racing and let it ride.